following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Hey, good morning, Metropolis. It's now 5 after the hour of 6 a.m. in the big monster city. Slap some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. We're burning daylight. Everyone exaggerates on the internet. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, we're over on Spotify. Amazon Music. We're glad you're here to find out what's happening over at the Walt Disney World Resorts. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hello, and I'm Nicole. We're here for another episode. We missed a couple weeks. And then some personal stuff going on. So we're here this week, and there is a ton of Disney news, and we are really excited to just take some time away from normal life, <laughs> sit here for a little yes. bit, and discuss <laughs> our our happy place, your happy place, yes. and the things that we we love to keep you updated about on it. Absolutely, thank you, thank you. That's yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we need this just as much as you guys do. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just to be very transparent with everybody. Um, so we've been having some issues, uh, with our, our, our littlest dog, mm-hmm. uh, Miley. She's uh, now 11 years old and she's had some health problems and she recently had a procedure done and, um, she's just taken a little bit longer to recover from it, you know, and it's stressful. It's very stressful. And so we spend a lot of our time just watching her and, checking on her sending the vet text messages at oh, bless our vet. three o'clock oh, in the morning and stuff like she replied to me the other day at 4 30 uh, in the morning yeah she is a saint a saint and not all not all vets do that no i've never met a vet that does yeah because when they when they sent her home after the procedure they gave me a piece of paper and we already had her text number text mess uh text her phone number on all yeah. you know on our phones but it specifically said on there you know text at any time doesn't matter if it's Two o'clock in the morning, Texas. Let let me know what's going on, and I'll get back with you. You know, because she invests that much into her patients and her little furry ones. I mean, I've uh, called I've called her on holidays. I yeah. felt bad, but we were yeah. <laughs> we were out of state one time visiting family for the Fourth of July for a family reunion, and we had left Miley. We like put her up in a bedroom because we were leaving the house, and she had a bag of all her like her um heart medicine medicine yeah. like all, just the bag with all of her stuff in it and we had pre-portioned her medicine into those little pill pockets you know yeah she chewed through the ziploc bag and ate like a week's worth of her medicine all at once and we were like oh my god we're in like the middle of texas we we're like what are we gonna do and we like called the vet she's like <laughs> she's okay she might just like have to go to the bathroom a lot but she'll be okay and like, she did that yeah yeah and she did yeah. and and all was well um, but just our vet as a saint. So if we are maybe like a little absent and, and you know, in the upcoming weeks or days or just until she's feeling a little bit better. Um, that's why. And we appreciate you guys being patient and understanding yes. and, yeah. and giving us grace. You know, we don't, 
we don't have kids so these dogs are our our children and i know sometimes people with children like roll their eyes at that but that's like the best um comparison oh yeah absolutely are you kidding me absolutely yeah 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 i totally agree with you on that and we've said like especially this past week we were like oh my gosh if this is how we are with dogs what are we gonna do with children we are gonna be a mess yeah it'd be kind of like this Mm. scary we're very scary i think naturally we're just worrying people and we just like oh i agree 100 percent yeah. Think deep thoughts. <laughs> yeah, we're, so. we're we're like we're very passionate about our dogs. Mm-hmm. We are very passionate because they both of which for each one of us have been through so much with us. Yeah, they're you know. both. So Miley turned 11 at the beginning of September. Yeah. And Kona will be 11 in March. And you got Miley at eight weeks old, six weeks old. No, you got her when she was eight weeks. I got her when she was eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got Kona when she was 10 months. So we they they have been with us through any life event that you can imagine, you know, moving and, and packing and sickness. And it's like a marriage, you know, sickness. Oh, and yeah, health. yeah, 100%. <laughs> the ups and the downs. They've even come to Orlando with us, yeah, they've, you know. They've, yep, they sure have. Oh, that's, uh, thank you, ESPN. Appreciate that. football. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, and and you know what? Uh, I will say this. I, I know I know that this, she does not listen to our show or anything else like that. But if you are ever uh, vacationing here in the Gulf Coast area and you bring your pets and you have an issue, or if you live near us, yeah, yeah um, send us a message and you need a good re- vet recommendation. I will one hundred percent recommend our vet to you guys because oh, yeah. that's how wonderful she is. Well, and that's so. how we we found her. So we were visiting my family in Washington, and we had our dog with a. Um, like boarding service that had come recommended from somebody we personally knew. And there was a storm coming. Um, I don't, we were in Seattle at the time. Yeah. And I don't think it was a hurricane. No, it was a tropical storm. Um, and the boarding place was like many miles, probably like 30 something miles from the beach, from the coast. Yeah. And she called us in the like early morning when we were in Washington and was basically like, you need to come get your dog. Um, I can't keep her. There's a storm coming and I just can't like have your animals here. I'm like, what? And I think it was just Kona. Oh, no, no. It was both of them. It was both of them. She said that that you had to come get them today. And without fail. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were freaking out. We called our neighbors at the time. And uh, because we were living in an apartment, they lived under us. And we said, do you know of anybody? Can you go get them and bring them to your house? Like, what do we do? And they said, call our vet. Like, just, we know that she will take care of it. Like, call, call the vet. She's right next to where the dogs are. Yeah. So we yeah. called this vet's office that they don't know our dogs. They don't have their health history, their shot history. They don't know anything about them. And the office said, absolutely, bring them here. We will keep them here. That is not a problem at all. And so Jeff's best friend went to this random place, loaded up our dogs, and took them to the vet's office. And the, this vet, this office kept our dogs for us. Um, and so ever since then, like, we've been very, very loyal to them. And oh, yeah, yeah. We just have absolutely. received, like, the best care with yeah. the dogs, but we had a cat, like, everything. Um and I know we spent like eight minutes here talking about the vet, but again, we don't have children yet. And so these dogs are just like the world to us. So yeah. um, if we 
Yeah. So that's what's been going on with us. Um, on top of like our own health <laughs> stuff and like <laughs> trying to get our own um, like lives together for the future. And um, a lot, there's just a lot of moving pieces for our family right now. Just yeah. the whole bunch. And so that's why, you know, we, you, we may or you may experience a little bit of absence from us. It's just because we're doing a lot to try and get all of these different things prepared and then dealing with the dogs and stuff like that. So there, there's just a lot going on. Uh, we do try to keep up as much as possible with our Friday morning shows mm-hmm. over on SR. So we definitely encourage you to listen to those uh, because it plays twice uh, throughout the day. Once in the morning, once in the evening. Right. Um, so you can always catch that uh, as well. And then after that, we do like a bonus episode on our Patreon that goes up. Most yes. Weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we do that. Uh, yeah. Here is is here's my my bargain is if y'all can be um, like lenient and understanding with us. We will keep you updated when we won't have an episode because I feel bad. We've had some messages like, hello, is something wrong? Like with with iTunes or with whatever, because I haven't gotten an episode. It's not you. It's us. But um, we appreciate you being understanding so far. And from now on, if we won't have a new episode, we'll post it on social media. Yeah, we'll put it on the socials. Yeah. Uh, Considering that I did get a uh, NFL uh, notification Mm -hmm. here. um, did anybody watch um, <gasps> Sunday morning football oh with the gosh. Toy Story characters? You guys, it was so good. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we heard about this, what, a couple weeks ago, I guess, during one of the games mm-hmm. that uh, ESPN was going to be uh, doing, what, 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 what did they call it again? Sunday fun. Toy, Toy Story Fun, uh, Toy Story Fun Day Football. Fun Day. There you go. And it was playing on ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. And the game between Jacksonville and Atlanta came to you from Andy's Toy Room from Toy, from Toy Story. And, uh, you know, you had Woody, Buzz, the aliens, Slinky Dog, the players on the field, you know, that they look like toys. But what was interesting about it, I thought, and it was really cool. And let's let's be let's be nice to ESPN and Disney by trying to do this. It was not perfect it, by any means. No, but I, you know, I mean, um, it was fantastic. Having, I mean, having a camera watching these players, turning those players into animation with the live action that's currently going on the field, the ball being thrown or a player running or, uh, you know, throwing the flag, you know, and having a penalty and having a touchdown, having a field goal and everything, all the things that they did. This was an absolute success and a great way to introduce the game of football to kids who may not quite understand it. They did have commentary Mm -hmm. from ESPN commentators and, you know, they explained a lot of stuff that was going on. Uh, Duke Kaboom had a great <laughs> halftime show, yeah. and he actually jumped a few uh, double-decker buses uh, because the game this week was uh, in London, so of course they used those, which all in all, he was I think it was an absolute success uh, for Disney and ESPN and the NFL to do this. And, I, and you even said it, and I agreed, this was a lot better than Nickelodeon, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they've done it in the past with Nickelodeon. Yeah. And I like this a lot more. So yeah, we like would turn that on. And we're like, oh, that's cool, and turn it back off. We watched the whole game. Yeah, I I, got, I went in there uh, to the bedroom this morning. And I was like, Bob, 
There's aliens on the football. Because <laughs> <laughs> she loves the aliens, you know. She's the biggest Pixar fan in the world. And where where I think they messed up, though, is the fact that they showed a football and a helmet with the Pixar logo on it. Uh, and Nicole yeah. just lost it and has to have it. I have to. She has to. And I don't know why they're trying uh, to destroy my bank account. And then consistently all the time. Like a Pixar ball yeah. themed football costume on Booger McFarland. Oh yeah, yeah. The best. Really cool. The commentators <laughs> were amazing. Like they did so good. I think they truly enjoyed it. Like and and having like the NFL commentators. You know, on the Nickelodeon one, it's it's like a DJ or something yeah, through the game, yeah. but it was it just it felt it was it was awesome. I loved it. I'm actually getting on to Okay, so if you get on to Disney Plus, if you're a subscriber to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. you can actually replay this right now. You can replay the entire game because I'm clicking on it. And uh, yeah, so you can just hit play. You can watch Toy Story Fun Day Football right now on Disney Plus. Uh, how long it's going to be up there? Don't know. But this is the description they give. Uh, the NFL enters the world of Toy Story for an animated presentation of the international game between the Atlanta Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars live from London. So if you didn't get a chance to watch it, you have an opportunity to head over to Disney Plus and check it out because it was a lot of fun. And I think the kids will like it as well. So I hope there are more games throughout uh, NFL season for 2023 and everything. Do the Super Bowl. Well, and they from at Andy's the very <laughs> end of it, they like alluded to more games so it makes me think like yeah the super bowl any i mean <coughs> we, sh- we shall see and i don't know how much like preparation they need you know because they teased this for a couple weeks but now that they have stuff like pretty much ironed out you know oh yeah like the field and the effects and stuff like that um it might be easier for them to like do more since I'm on Disney Plus, might as well give you this update. I just saw it pop up. Coming October 4th to Disney Plus, the new Haunted Mansion movie. Oh, now we can watch it. Now we can finally watch it. That's only a couple of days away, actually. Uh, let's see. Any other um, new season of Dancing with the Stars has started on Disney Plus? That's interesting. Oh, they're doing it on ABC and Disney Plus, which was, yeah, interesting. Uh, final episode of Ahsoka is coming this Tuesday. That'll be. October the 3rd. That's Tuesday evening, uh, 8, 7 central on Disney+. Plus. And then starting up pretty se- uh, pretty soon in October as well, Loki Season 2 mm. is starting up. Uh, a lot of people very excited. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I don't know. Um, but they've added some great stuff on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Airbud, if you love Airbud, I which I do. Yes. Um, such a great feel-good story. Love Airbus. Uh, Elemental is now available. Uh, if you have not seen the Disney Pixar film Elemental. We, need, we said earlier we needed to watch it. Yeah, we do need to watch that. And just a lot of other great things. I mean, uh, there's still good content being added to Disney+. Plus. I think a lot of people still kind of question, though, you're not doing enough. I need more. I need more. I need more. Uh, so... But I love Disney Plus. I have not strayed from my subscription at all. We've had it Mm-mm. since day one. I think we have the um, Disney Hulu ESPN package. We do. We have that package where you get Disney Plus, Hulu, and then ESPN Plus as well. That's how we were able to watch Toy Story this morning uh, yeah. with football and stuff. But we do have some uh, Disney Park news to get to. The last few weeks have been a little bit quiet. Yeah. When it comes, I mean, the last show that we did, we talked about what? The D, uh, Destination D23. Mm hmm. 
information, and there just hasn't been a lot in between. Our shows on Friday have been kind of wanting on on things to talk about for the news. Uh, so I'm glad that we have stuff for you guys this week. But uh, Nicole will get us started. We will. I'm sorry. I was checking my my fantasy scores, and uh, my kicker outscored a tight end in a running back. <laughs> How does that happen? What? Wow. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's not looking good for me this week. <laughs> uh, hey, I got a good kicker, though, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently so, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Well, you know, we're getting into fall, and today's the first day of October. Today is October 1st. Um, and Disney announced a brand new water park seasonal pass, and it is $79 per person plus tax. This pass is eligible from the date of purchase through May 24th of 2024, and it has zero blackout dates. Zero. None. From now and through Memorial Day weekend of of next year. That's pretty cool. And it's not, you know, it's not just for Florida residents. It's not just, you know, uh, for annual pass holders. Nope. Anybody and everybody, come on down to the water parks at Walt Disney World. Sounds like fun. Doesn't it? Good price, too. $79. You can't beat that. I mean, it's just a little more than a single day ticket. It's kind of like um, Bush Gardens and SeaWorld. They do that where it's like pay for a day and play all year. I think is what the slogan is for it. So um, I'm glad to see Disney. Um, people love the water parks. I've actually never been. I think you have. Yeah, I've been to them. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, they do the after hours events at the water park sometimes. And those seem to be very popular. So I'm just glad to see Disney like offering more things like this again. Absolutely. Part of the Disney 100 celebrations that are in full swing over at Epcot, there's a brand new Spaceship Earth light show celebrating the Disney 100 celebration. The show is going to play a few times a night. Most likely the, the earlier it gets dark, the more often you'll see the show. Right. So, you know, as we get into fall and it, it starts getting darker earlier, you may see the show more often. Right now it's playing twice a night. But the show features the song Wish When You Wish Upon a Star and has a new lighting effect on Spaceship Earth. Um, today is actually, as we mentioned, October 1st, which is the anniversary, the opening day of Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is 52 this year um, and which means Epcot's 42. Right. Uh, 10 years. 41 41 okay i think i think i think it's 41 yes yeah. yes 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 you're right 41 and 52 so um there's when you wish upon a star and the new lighting effect is a shooting star that zips around spaceship earth and then you know when they redid the entrance they redid the music they redid the lighting they included this band of light that goes around the whole plaza right there nice and the shooting star comes off spaceship earth goes all the way around the plaza and then comes back and creates a hidden mickey on spaceship earth so i'm just i we absolutely adore these shows on spaceship earth in it's just I'm excited to see them continue to develop them, continue to include new um, features to the shows. And I'm just excited to see them evolve, you know, through the coming months and years. Oh, it yeah. seems like every time they introduce something new that we haven't seen before, it's not just the same effects being repurposed. I mean, it's not the sphere in Las Vegas. Oh, that thing's so cool. OK, I mean, it's got because 
the sphere is so much different. It's got all of these bulbs on it. It's like over a million bulbs on just on the inside of it for mm-hmm. like concerts and can do all of these you know different projections up there on the roof and, and stuff like that. But for what they've done with these beacons of light is nothing short of what Disney needed it to be for Epcot. Yeah. And that's what makes it so great. We don't need to project you know, scenes of different whatever onto Spaceship Earth. It's just the lighting effect and the music I mean, unless they put together. Again. Well, yeah, of course you would <laughs> want to see that. Uh, but I think it's a fantastic job and it's just what it needs to be. It is. I would love to see them implement this like points of light uh, concept onto like the branches of the Tree of Life or something like that where they could like light up the Tree of Life. Um, that would be really cool. And because I love the projections that they do, especially for the holidays over in Hollywood Studios over on Tower of Terror. You know, yeah. those like the yeah. the Tip Top Club and when they make it look like toy blocks and the Muppets oh, sure, yeah, and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, they're, they're playing with different technologies and really giving personality to these park icons. And, and I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, and we don't say that, you know, often about Disney. So, um when, when they do things that we love, we want to make sure that they know that we enjoy it. And then last but not least, my last piece of news here is that Disney has a brand new offer that just debuted for early 2024. And there are some awesome savings on it. And I really wanted to make sure that I shared it with you guys because there's a book by date. So usually, you know, the, the discount is good through the dates of the promotion. However, by the, for this one, When you book by December 15th of 2023, you'll save more on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels in the new year. So you can save up to 25% on stays most Sunday through Thursday nights from January 9th of 2024 through February 22nd of 2024 when you book by December 15th. And that's um, mostly it's check-in dates. You check in between Sunday and Thursday night or you'll only receive the discounted stay first Sunday through Thursday night rates on your room. The rest of it will be at the prevailing rate. Sure. And then the other part of this discount is you can save up to 30%, so even more, on most days, February 25th through March 24th of 2024, when you book by December 15th. So there's your spring break, um, your President's Day weekend, your... um, if you're in our area or anywhere in you know Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, you're going to get Mardi Gras break this is concluded in that promotion so if you're interested in taking a Walt Disney World trip in early 2024 now is the time to book before December 15th so you can take advantage of these savings I would suspect a lot of these would probably book up pretty quick yeah when it comes to 20 to 30 25 to 30 percent off right and and what I think a lot of people don't understand or maybe just don't know you know is that Disney only sets aside a certain number of rooms at each resort for each discount right so the resort may not be sold out but this disc this offer at that resort may not be available so it's definitely important if you're interested to you know lock it in when you do a ticket and room package it's a two hundred dollar um deposit that's refundable if you cancel within 30 days of your check-in date so disney is super super flexible um and it's just best if you're even remotely interested to just go ahead and lock it in and then if you need to make changes later go ahead and do that pretty good deal though for uh 25 to uh, 25 to 30 percent off yeah and then you throw in a water park pass right? for only $79, Especially, which could add a little something to your vacation as well. Yeah, know? when the 30% is through like the, almost the end of March, where it really starts warming back up again at Walt Disney World around spring break time. 
Um, it's definitely a good time to build an extra day into your trip or take a, a rest day from the parks and, and hit oh, a water yeah. park. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just hit the lazy river all day. Oh, give your, give your feet a, ch- a chance to rest and just float in the water all day. It's oh, all yeah. Rejuvenate. When I was at Disneyland this past May, um, my feet were so swollen. I think because I was like in and out of a classroom. So I'd like hit the parks really hard for a couple hours and then I would just sit. And so I wouldn't sure. like, I think my feet would like swell up going back and forth doing that all over again. And um, so I, I would get up in the morning and I would sit in the shower cause it has like the removable shower head. And I would put ice cold water on my feet in the mornings or before I went to bed. And that made a world of difference, I think. And I've never done that before. And, I might have to might have to keep doing that one. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Or if I you have a bathtub, it'd be even easier. But I just had a stand up shower. Yeah, yeah. Well, good stuff. Yeah. What do you got? Well, uh, you know, you brought up water parks, uh-huh. and there was something that came up. Uh, a little bit of a safety issue. Well, uh-huh. I don't know if it's a safety issue, but like a, I guess I could call it like a safety bulletin. Okay. Uh, when, a when, word of warning. Yeah, a word of warning for when you're visiting the Disney parks. Um, especially the water parks. So when you ride certain attractions at a water park, they have, you know, guidelines there to try and keep you safe. Mm -hmm. And one specifically uh, that was in this uh, incident that happened that has now turned into a lawsuit, unfortunately, uh, is the Humunga Cowabunga over at, I believe it's Typhoon Lagoon. I think so. Is where that's at. And, you know, it's a very, very tall slide. Uh, it's one of those where it takes a pretty good drop almost straight down, and they tell you to cross your arms and then cross your legs at the ankles uh, when you go on it and stay in that position until you get all the way down. Well, in this incident, uh, the woman who was on the uh, on the water slide went down, you know, doing what she was supposed to do. Uh, for a moment towards the bottom of the slide, she did become airborne a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of slammed back down onto the slide which caused her uh, to not be in the safety position that she needed to be. And she got a rush of rush of water, you know, on her uh, without having her legs crossed and arms out and everything else. And she did get injured. Mm. And so it's turned into a lawsuit. But um, just remember when you're at the water parks and everything, they have these safety guidelines up for specific reasons. So do your best to try and follow those as closely as possible. I know it's hard when you, become airborne on a water slide and they get slammed back down onto the slide itself it's something like that happens yeah. i don't necessarily consider that disney's fault though no and i don't it's think just it's random her you know fault either it's not yeah. her fault it's just a random thing that happens you know um hope she's gonna be okay yeah that's that's the big thing but uh when you're you know waiting in line in the queue for these slides and, and attractions yeah, at the theme parks and stuff Take the time to read the safety guidelines. They're there for a specific reason. So um, just wanted to let you know about that uh, as far as the water parks go. All right. So regular general Disney World news or Disney company news uh, for right now. Um, There was a meeting that happened back on the 27th of September with the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District (laughs) Board of Supervisors. What a name. Jeez, mouthful there. Um, (laughs) Todd. That's what I was going to say. They... made a final vote and proposed uh, and approved a budget for the fiscal year of 2024. But that also included a $3.1 million cut to roadway repairs and maintenance around the Walt Disney World Resorts. Now, don't freak out. Okay? Don't freak out. Um, 
The district manager, Glenn Gilzin, uh, blamed COVID-19 pandemic and global supply chain issues uh, for not planning to do more road maintenance around Walt Disney World. They said that was a serious problem. And he said that the $3.1 million cut was, it wasn't a cut. It's being given back to the taxpayers is what he's saying. Um, Specifically, his quote was, I would like to address the media narrative that recently popped up in headlines that indicates that our budget is cutting $3.1 million in roadway repairs and maintenance around Walt Disney World Resort. Our budget spends $13 million this upcoming fiscal year on roads around the district, including our investment of $2.7 million in phase one of our guardrail project to bring our guardrails up to Florida Department of Transportation's standards. Any budget adjustments weren't cut. Instead, these were elements due to the construction and maintenance projects that we are, that we tangibly cannot fill due to lingering effects of the pandemic and global supply chain. We intend to continue the regular maintenance schedule for fiscal year 25 when those tools we need to undertake these projects become available. In the meantime, We've returned $3.1 million of of those dollars back to our taxpayers. Work can resume in the next fiscal year, barring any continued supply chain disruption. So the, the, the cut in the budget doesn't necessarily mean significant problems for the roadways there at Walt Disney World, unless there is a big problem that comes up during that time. It could, you know, create a little bit of an issue. For a lot of different years now, we have seen Walt Disney World kind of working to improve the traffic flow around the parks and resorts. And I think that that work is going to continue to happen, even with this $3.1 million gone. Whether it's actually going back to the taxpayers, who knows? Um, You guys will be the one living in that area will be able to tell us whether you actually see that in some form or fashion. Yeah. I don't know if it'll go back in your tax return or if it's going into new available opportunities within, this, within the Central Florida area. Right. Does it go you know, to the the Reedy Creek taxpayers? That That's kind of like what my question would be. Or is it like Orange and Osceola County where the parks are located? I don't know, but this bug is getting on my yeah, nerves. Yeah, we have like a fly in the studio. <laughs> it's like, he's like hanging around my mouth as I'm trying to talk. I'm like trying to swat him away. Um, if that means improvements on different things within the district, which is their definition of going back to the taxpayers, mm-hmm. understand. Okay, I get it. Or are they going to see, you know, some type of a reduction in property tax or, you know, different things? Are they going to get some relief on that? I don't know. It'll be interesting to hear in the future how that $3.1 million actually gets back to the taxpayers. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I, I think that, you know, construction will continue to happen around Walt Disney World, um, especially trying to improve the track of flow. You know, we saw it with Epcot. We have definitely seen an improvement when it comes to the Magic Kingdom. And getting into that parking lot and then those not going to the Magic Kingdom, taking that overpass over to the resorts for the contemporary, mm. uh, the Polynesian, yeah. you know, that, that access road that they built and everything else could not have been a better idea because now it flows so much better going into the Magic Kingdom. Because it used to be you had to stop there at the uh, toll to get into the Magic Kingdom to tell them, oh, I'm going to the Contemporary. Yeah. And, and like, it just caused more of a backup. 
you know. Right, like you just take all those people that, that don't need to stop at the toll booth out. Because you remember those days when you pull up oh, at sure, like yeah. 7.30 in the morning and it's two miles back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I just want to get to my resort. I've been driving for seven hours. I just want to get there. You yeah. Know, that's all I want. And it, it was kind of a pain. So them doing that was um, was pretty cool. Also, more things going on with Central Florida Tourism Oversight. Um when it came to replacing Walt Disney World annual pass benefits with a stipend mm-hmm. for cast members. The, the, there's been a little bit of a kind of back and forth on whether or not this was a good idea or a bad idea when they made this decision. Uh, they said instead of Walt Disney World annual passes g- being given out for employees and retirees, uh, in certain circumstances, they will instead receive a $3,000 annual stipend. And, of course, that can be used if those individuals want to get an annual pass to the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, employees are going to receive the new stipend 90 days from their hire dates Mm -hmm. uh, following a probationary period. That's when it comes to brand new employees. Uh, The stipend will be issued annually and is subject to tax withholdings and, you know, appropriations, stuff like that. When it comes to retirees, eligibility for the stipend is determined based on the age and years of service. Uh, with variations in eligibility for spouses of deceased employees or retirees. Just a a whole lot of red tape. (laughs) I'm not going to go through everything. Right, but it does seem like a more flexible option. It does seem flexible. Uh, A lot of people, uh, right off the bat, social media, you know, uh, cast members deserve to have those annual passes. They Mm -hmm. should have those annual, and they still can't get them. But I think, and we talked about this on, on the show Friday night, I said this, considering the inflation that we are experiencing in this in the United States right now when it comes to the cost of electric, water, gas, groceries, clothing, schooling, everything is inflated. We we were just talking about it yesterday. Oh my god. We went to buy groceries. <laughs> we went to the grocery store. Yeah. We bought all our normal stuff. We bought like a little bit of non-grocery stuff like we needed toothpaste, light bulbs, like whatever. And I got to the total and he looked over and he's like, "What?" I was like, "I know." And I, we didn't we didn't get anything like out of the ordinary. Um, it's just, you know, astronomical. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we were talking about in years past, like like many years and jobs ago, when money was really tight. Oh, my God. I used to buy our groceries every week for $60. A week's worth of groceries. I'd get paid weekly. I'd make my grocery list and stop by the store on the way home and pay $60 yeah. for yeah. weeks of groceries. I mean... It was like a couple hundred dollars yesterday. And I see that and immediately I start saying and then and then (laughs) I can't say it to you guys. But I mean, it's just it's kind of frustrating. So when I look at this three thousand dollars that cast members and and other individuals that work there in the district, you know, are getting that is going to help them with inflation. Is it enough? That's not for me to determine. That's not for me to say. It depends on how they want to spend it, how they want to use it. But it is going to help them. So it goes back to not every decision that this committee makes is just for their own, you know, political gain, financial gain, you know, whatever you say. This is something that is going to help the whole family as a whole. Instead of just getting an annual pass for them to go to the parks, they're getting money. And they can use that money for their kids, for their clothing, for their mortgage payment, for their whatever. A lot of different things that $3,000 can go to. It may not go far, but it will help. And that's what's important.
Right. Like, maybe it is just a job for you. Maybe you're not, like, a big, huge Disney fan, but, you know, you have a fantastic career in, like, water treatment and, you know, Disney's using your skills and you're, like, an asset, but it's not, it's not, like, your jam, right? And, or yeah. maybe you're just a single dude. Like, you don't have a big family to take to the park. Single or, dude. Um, <laughs> Bachelor it, life. Yeah, like. <laughs> if you're, yeah, I mean, if you're a single person who works for Walt Disney World, and you're getting three thousand dollars. Good on you. You're going to be able to do some good stuff with that. Yeah, you know? for sure. Heck, I mean, that's a that is a whole vacation. Heck, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That is. Yeah. So that's I, uh, to me that is a good positive story coming out of this committee, which we have not heard a lot out of yeah. in, in the past year that this has been going on. A lot of different things. And I'm have glad happened. that they cleared up the road work portion too. Because it just seemed like a cut. And it's like, okay, where is that money going? And they're not going to use it on the roads. Yeah, like I said, I want to know how they're going to use the 3.1 to go back towards taxpayers. I think that's important to find out. Normal government would just reallocate those funds and use them somewhere else. But they're saying, no, we're not going to use it. You don't need to pay it. Here you go. Yeah. And of course, while all this is going on, you know, Disney is sending, you know, things to you know the court because they want to find out this about the governor and they're subpoenaing the subpoena the sending a subpoena for this and you know blah, blah 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 so i mean there are good things about this committee and there are also just ridiculous things it's just kind of the way it goes but um that's uh that's the way that's the way it is so we're just dealing with it as it comes that's just the way it is yeah. So continuing on with the, just our regular Disney news, uh, Disney Springs parking garages and surface lots are going to be opening an hour earlier at 9 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. Good. Thank you. Finally. Um, if you've never been to Disney Springs early, early, and I do mean early in the morning before, I highly recommend it because there's barely anybody around and it is a beautiful walk in the mornings and that you hear the birds Things are kind of kind of waking up at Disney Springs, and you see people in the stores getting things ready, pastries being made in the windows, fresh coffee is being brewed, mm-hmm. and you can hear the water fountains out on 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 the lake, and it's just a really nice, soothing time. If you're a big runner, or if you're kind of a walker, and you enjoy doing your walks in the morning, even while you're on vacation, go and do it at Disney Springs because they open at 9 a.m., get there before everybody else, and just walk through the area. Yeah. It's beautiful connected to a couple of different resorts as well mm-hmm. so you can walk over there good time absolute good time all right merchandise merchandise Ooh, merchandise and it's not me you're the one with the merchandise yeah uh, i'm extremely excited about this merchandise right here so walt disney world has got a brand new mickey camouflage collection and it includes two t-shirts a sweatshirt and also a water bottle this merchandise was found over at the Emporium in the Magic Kingdom just a couple of days ago. So it is now available. If you have not seen it before, you're going to be there this next week. Um, prices, I didn't exactly get those. But I think the water bottle was $40, 40. Mm-hmm. I think you said. And most t-shirts around $30, $35 on t-shirts, correct? Yeah, usually. And yeah. that's the, the, the standard? Yeah. Pretty much sweatshirts. I don't really know about prices on sweatshirts. What you've bought more sweatshirts than me. Um, I mean, I would say forty to fifty. Okay, all right. But when we see camo, um, especially for you veterans out there that are big Disney fans, mm-hmm. you never really have any, 
you know, camo things to wear if you're into that kind of thing. So the first shirt that I saw was blue in color. You said this was a women's cut shirt. Yeah, it uh, seemed to be more like a fitted, a fitted cut. Yeah. Yeah. And describe what it has on it. So it has this, this Mickey on the front, right? And then it looks like it just has camo in it, but inside the camo are hidden Mickeys, like in the camouflage. And then underneath it has the word honor and the honor is made out of the hidden Mickey camo as well. And then in the middle of the O's, both of the O's in honor is a little Mickey instead of like a hole in the middle of the O. So just really cool way to incorporate um, hidden Mickeys all over this with also, you know, I think really catering to a specific group of Disney fans that maybe haven't haven't seen much merch catered to them in a while. She's tracking the fly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the um, fly's bothering her. Yeah, and she's trying to get it around the office. But yeah, and so they have this this women's shirt, which is more of like a dark gray charcoal gray kind of color then they have the men's shirt which is this like khaki green kind of color and it has the same honor right yeah. od green say oh, it od green the shirt yeah this you think that's od green that looks close to an od green to yeah me. it's definitely like a an issued color like green um yeah. khaki kind of color yeah um, and it has the same hidden Mickey with the hidden Mickey camo and the word honor on it, but it's just on the chest. It's not like the full shirt. And then I don't believe there's anything on the back. We haven't seen a picture of anything on the back. Um, and then they have this, this crew neck sweatshirt, which is definitely OD green. Um, if you're familiar, if the words OD green mean something to you, then this <laughs> line is for you. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, when we were looking at it, the oh, the sweatshirt has the same big Mickey head with the hidden Mickey camo, and then it says courage. So, um, you know, I was thinking this seems like a small line. I feel like we'll see more stuff added, or I hope. And I was trying to think like why or what was the significance of this coming out. However, we are about um six weeks out from Veterans Day. And so yes. my hope is that we see more of this um collection or the collection expanding the closer we get to veterans day oh yeah, yeah um and so i mean i think i think jeff's gonna buy a lot of it i know i want the t-shirt and the water bottle and the water bottle 100 percent. So half I'm of it right there not yeah. totally sold on the sweatshirt because i just live in a warm climate mm-hmm. almost year round uh so wearing a sweatshirt for me is very rare i'm a flip-flops shorts and t-shirts guy you know, Callaway polos when I, you know, when I want to wear them, but mainly shorts and, and flip flops. So it lets it's really cold. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, it's like only 89 degrees here today and we're outside. We're sitting around. So my phone says it feels like 91. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we were just having like a grand old time. It's only 42% humidity. And I think that's making all the difference. Uh, probably so. Yeah. More or less. But then the water bottle itself. Um, did we talk about the water bottle? No, Describe I just went through yeah. the shirts. That's right. So the water bottle is black in color, has a black Mickey uh, shape on it. And then it is surrounded by the same type of camo that they have on the shirts. And you've got the hidden Mickeys on the inside. And there's no straw attached to this or anything else. It's just a simple twist open. I love a straw. It does look like it has maybe a small lanyard. Yeah, like a little handle on it where yeah. you could like carabiner it onto a molly strap. Say. Yeah, something like you a know? molly strap. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, and you just twist open, of course, you know, 
uh, the metal type, you know, so it is going to hold something hot or something cold for an mm-hmm. extended period of time. I think this is probably a good size water bottle to use while you're in the parks on vacation or if maybe you're on the Disney cruise and you use the water filling stations uh, regularly to stay hydrated on your vacation. This would be a probably it could be a good one to carry around with you, not take up a lot of space in your bag when you use it. So just my opinion. But I love this line. I, I've waited so long for Disney to finally come out with something that I can relate to and enjoy, and that's stuff that has camo on it. Yeah. Uh, just being a veteran myself, um, I've always wanted to have hat patches uh, that have, you know, camo and Mickey with the flag and, and stuff like that. I've always wanted things like that, and Disney's never had anything. So then for them to come up with this right now before Veterans Day, it's kind of great. I do, I do love it. So. Yeah, I hope that we'll see the... Um, the collection expand. We have a, a friend here locally and they just in the last couple of years, I think they're about, they have their third trip to a Disney park within the last 12 months booked um, for the week of Christmas. So they have like fully drank the Kool-Aid um, and he's a veteran just like <laughs> Disney too. So I sent this collection, like a screenshot of all the pictures so over to him too. Yeah. Like, Look at this. <laughs> what do you think of it? He didn't reply to me. No, he didn't reply? Nope. But oh, okay. um, I'm sure when I talk to him next probably sometime this week that um, I'll hear all about it. Probably so. Probably so. All right. Let's move over to, of course, that was the Magic Kingdom uh, stuff from the Emporium. Let's move over to Epcot. Mm -hmm. Disney's uh, celebration, of course, continues with the 100th anniversary uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, basically being centered at Epcot. Uh, They've added a little bit this past week with a platinum Mickey statue being added to the park. Mm -hmm. Also, Mickey and Minnie are appearing in their brand new platinum attire. Uh, right now, all the way through December the 31st of this year. And, of course, uh, they've got new popcorn buckets for the celebration um, on the East Coast. So you've got those. We've kind of felt a little left out when it came to the 100th anniversary yeah. at Walt Disney World. Because a lot of the stuff has been centralized around uh, Disneyland mm-hmm. and not at Walt Disney World. So we're finally getting some other things. Also, some additional food and wine kiosks have now opened with some food offerings that go along with the 100th anniversary as well. So that's a nice, uh, real good addition. Of course, we've also got tied to the 100th anniversary uh, going on from now, um, mid-October through the end of the year, Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, uh, December, Luminous, Mm -hmm. Nighttime Spectacular, the World Showcase Lagoon. Um, So we'll be looking for anything else that may happen when it comes to special announcements on this $60 billion in capital at the parks that they have got and, you know, spending this $18 billion that Bob Iger has talked about Mm -hmm. uh, for the Florida resort. So new fiscal year, as of today, things should be starting to roll out. So I I hope it comes quick. Yeah. We get some good information because I'm ready for announcements. Want something. I need something. It's um, exciting for that to be coming in a D23 year. They've got time. Get away from the blue sky things. Yeah. I want an announcement. I want something concrete. I mean, by that time, we'll have had two full years of blue sky um, behind Big Thunder and Animal Kingdom announcements, and it's time to actually announce something concrete. Absolutely. Yeah. So hopefully that comes pretty soon. Sticking with Epcot, uh, from what cast members have been saying, a journey of water inspired by Moana, which is in you know kind of a s- soft open status for 
um, annual pass holders, DVC members, members, stuff like that. Uh, But they did say that uh, it is going to be forced to close if inclement weather is in the area there. Mm -hmm. Um, Which that to me means um, cold, not necessarily rain, right? Because you would think if there's a chance of the water freezing... Well, I mean, if it were to get that cold, I mean, mm-hmm. it is continuous running water uh, yeah. that's being recycled. So I don't 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 I don't know if it would freeze, mm-hmm. but I think they're mainly talking about when you have these pop up thunderstorms in Central Florida and there's lightning involved. Yeah, same thing that you do with things like perfect example is just right across the way test track. Yeah, when you have inclement weather like like that, right. the attraction shuts down. Yeah. Um, so. I know I've seen some, there were some places, because we haven't gotten to experience it ourselves, but um, there are some places where there's like continuous running water, like across the pathways. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Like wet and dry yeah. paths. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would think anywhere that there's, you know, a chance of like lightning or ice or um, anything slippery, something like that, they, they would probably, probably put a pause. Probably so. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they will shut it down and uh, they'll have cast members stationed at the attraction entrance and throughout the trail um, that are also going to need to head indoors when lightning is around Mm -hmm. uh, for the necessary closure of the attraction. So just want to let you know about that. Also at Epcot, the uh, new relatively low profile barges are starting to pop up within the World Showcase Lagoon for the upcoming Show Luminous Nighttime Spectacular. We'll take it. So when I say relatively low profile, this is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Picture harmonious barges. Those were high profile. High profile, stuck right there in the middle of the lagoon, and people hated it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, there are more of these barges that are docked backstage. This is just one that has shown up uh, out in the open, and... What they're saying is this is probably for them to verify connections, you know, testing a few things. There are two engines on the back of the barge itself, which tells me it is mobile and it should be mobile all the time, which also tells me this thing is going to move in and out of the lagoon like they did with illuminations. That's cool. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, These are not as high and as just unappealing as what the harmonious barges were, but they don't look quite fit. I don't know if they don't look finished or it, this is just because this is how they're going to be, you know, cause it's got lighting on it. It's got lasers on it. And this area right here was kind of left open on the barge. And from what we can tell, this looks like a fireworks platform. Mm-hmm. That can be taken out of the barge and placed in a different area of the lagoon for the show. It just kind of rides with it oh, when like you bring it, just it out like there. Unlocks and yeah, exactly. Because if you uh, where's the aerial one that I have? Oh, I didn't put it on there. But it, it this does not look like a permanent structure to me. If this were to be stuck out there like that, twenty four seven. Disney would once again start hearing it from the Disney community. It's not as intrusive as no. uh, harmonious, but it's still not pleasant. It's not pleasant. And, and I just don't think it's going to be there 24-7. Because you see in this picture, there's an engine right there. There's an engine right there. Yeah. So these things are going to be on the move and not just permanently sitting there, in my opinion. Uh, but it does tell me that we are getting a little bit closer. 
Yeah, December fifth. Cl- yeah, it's it's coming. So I I heard mm, I don't know where this came from. Was it maybe Mickey views somebody somebody on the Disney sphere? There was a, a a rumor or some intel or something that this was supposed to debut this weekend for December first. I mean October first, the anniversary of the park starting on the Disney one hundred celebration. And the new fireworks show. However, they, you know, did the music in the computer programs and it got approved. So they had it recorded by the um, symphony or, or, you know, who's recording it. And then when it got played for the executives, they didn't like it anymore. So they had to go back to the drawing board and kind of that delay in the music is what pushed it back to December. Okay. Well. That's an expensive... Um, That's expensive, but I would rather them do that than have it come out not quite right. Yeah, for sure. Does that tell me that Disney cares about how this show is going to be received? Yeah, they're like really trying to get this right. Yeah. But, you know, we at least got an an audio sampling of Harmonious before it started. Right, and that's what... We haven't even got that. I mean, just a tidbit oh that's all i want and i think that's why right so that's what we were saying like we haven't heard any of the music or anything and i think they would have if they hadn't have had to go back and re-record yeah that's true yeah this fly is just really annoying yeah where where is i I need one of those fly salt guns where's baby cone where's the baby cone on i need where is she i haven't seen her the entire show i don't know Probably been laid down somewhere comfortable. Probably on the that bed. Is, that is her M.O. Yeah, probably. Finally, we're headed over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and this is specifically for you Star Wars fans. Uh, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, which is both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland, uh, will soon have Kanan Jarrus Legacy lightsaber hilts available. Uh, they first teased this back in the summer of 2022. Uh, We hadn't seen anything since, but the lightsaber right now is currently on display there at the store in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, like I said, both in Hollywood Studios and in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And the signs do indicate that the hilt is going to be available for purchase in November of 2023. Now, legacy lightsaber hilts usually start at $159, and the blade is sold separately for $50 to $55. That's important to know. It is important to know, and I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Because... There was an annual pass holder sale of merchandise uh, last week, I believe, over at the uh, Wide World of Sports Complex. Mm -hmm. And they had all kinds of Walt Disney World merchandise, uh, extremely discounted prices. There were legacy sabers going for like $59. And I'm not trying to bash this person that posted this, but... And I think maybe cast members should have been more transparent when buying these because this person said, well, I bought the lightsaber. It's really cool, but nothing comes out of it. And I went, oh, golly, gee whiz. And they're on display. And they're on display. <laughs> they were like the box was open. <laughs> yeah. You could see what you were buying. Exactly. But in their defense, if it's all like you in, think from somebody that's not familiar the lightsaber like comes out of the hilt, right? Think about like the ones you get from the Disney store for like twenty dollars. Yeah, and you like throw it and it like shoots out. Yeah, it comes out. You know, it's a accordion like you know yeah. blade. You know, but at the same time, I understand what this person meant because they probably weren't very familiar with them. Yeah, or as a gift for somebody else that is a big Star Wars fan. But I kind of 
go back and I say the cast member when they bought this should have said to them and I'm guessing they would have been available there at this sale as well by saying you've purchased this if you want to get a blade with it go over here yeah do you also need yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you need that because a blade does not come out of this you're spending you know X amount of money and it doesn't have a blade I can understand the confusion of the person but it was funny to read because a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, how did you not know? <laughs> just, I get it. I get it. But when you have sales like this, there are people who don't know Star Wars, but it's really cool and they want to buy one and it's discounted. So I get the confusion. Yeah. But um, if you're a big fan of Star Wars Rebels and you enjoy the character and Jedi uh, Kanan in the series, you're going to want to have this legacy lightsaber and um, add it to your collection. That's all I got. That was it? That's Yeah, I had a lot of stuff. You did. You did. Yeah, yeah. I say that's it. Like, you didn't just talk for 30 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I guess. So, so that is what's happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio. SRSounds.com. And that means we are at the end of our show. We want to thank everybody for joining us for DW60's Press Row taking a little time out of your day maybe you're listening on the way to work or school something like that we appreciate you listening to the show and interacting with us over on social media by the way this is how you do that you can find us on facebook at the dw60 press row facebook page be sure to stay up to date with there and our instagram at dw60 press row for all of the disney news as it happens um and then you can find us on tiktok every once in a while to dw60 press row if you want to support the show and get bonus episodes every week some behind the scenes you can find us on patreon dw60 press row podcast if you want to send us an email about a trip report you have a question you want our opinion on something or if you have a birthday or an anniversary you want to celebrate here on the show you can send us an email to dw60 at srsounds.com or you can send us a text message or leave us a voicemail at 408-909-3960 which is 408 408- 909 DW60. Big shout out to all of our podcast listeners who have been downloading the show. Uh, we found out this past week that globally since 2018, 2018, there have been over 121,000 downloads. Yeah. Of DW60 Express cool. Like that, not only did we pass 100,000, we were like wait, like tens of thousands passed. Yeah. That, I had I had no idea. And I had no uh, clue whatsoever. Is 2018 must have been when we just signed up for this like tracking site. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's a big surprise. Yeah, so that was cool. Five star Spotify rating. Thank you very much for that. A 4.9 over on Apple. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for that. I mean, that's just unbelievable. And you guys are fantastic listeners. And we definitely appreciate everything. There was from one you. more piece when I was like poking around this site that we use for statistics for the show that over 10%, I think it was 10.6 of our audience is is outside of the US. That's phenomenal. That was awesome. That is just unbelievable. So Keep it up guys. You. Keep it up. That's it. Well, that's all we got. Hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time for the show. Hope you have a magical day everybody.